So the last time I talked to you about empathic clairsensation and included some exercises, I did not go as far reaching or as deep as I could have. But since I'm circling back around again, today is going to be that day where I stretch your awareness. I do hope you enjoy our time together. I hope you get a lot from it and um, learn how to take care of yourself accordingly. I'm really excited to share everything I know, or most everything. <laughs> if you're tuning into this segment, I will bet it's because, <laughs> duh, you're curious about the topic, of course, or you are also really highly skilled at the topic, or you think you might be um, affected by the topic but you want to know for certain. And I'm glad for any or all of those reasons. Now, some of you might feel like, oh my gosh, this isn't me at all. And I want to develop this. And so great. Yay. Great. So I'm going to give you some examples of where this empathic clear sensation occurs. Listen, this is such a crazy thing, right? You know, in my work that it doesn't have to be in present time to have a psychic perception occur. So you can experience empathic clear sensation if you are actually thinking back on a memory where you're in a situation where your body was going through something, whether it was feeling nauseous or agitated or scared or concerned, you in the moment of thinking back to that time, you might start to relive it and feel it again in your body in present time, right? This is you having actually um, more than memory recall, because of course the body remembers, but also you're doing it on a soul level where you're having an empathic connection to your younger self and you are reliving it to feel it in your body. Now, this is going to be really helpful if you're wanting to work to process this stuff out or to kind of remember how did that um, experience impact you, you know, because the body keeps the score. <laughs> Bessel van der Kolk um, wrote a great book called The Body Keeps the Score about trauma and recovery. And people that are really sensitive, sometimes it's been triggered because of a traumatic event and they're hyper alert and hyper aware. So if this sounds like you, you might want to, you know, invest in that book, The Body Keeps the Score. It's a little old, but it's fabulous. The information is great and pertinent still, in my opinion. Um, and it's great for empaths or people that feel they're sensitive. Now, empaths, again, just the reminder, are people, I call them like God's little vacuum cleaners. They go around, you know, sucking up the negative energy, whether they realize it or not. They often transmute it through their own bodies. So sometimes they, they um, feel like when they're hanging around somebody that's got all the aches and woes and pains, they might pick it up themselves before realizing or trying to figure out how to shift it off. I've told you too that a lot of times you, those kind of people, if you're those kind of people, I am, raise my hand. Um, it's great to work with the angelic realm because angelic realm transmutes uh, the negative or disgruntled energy, if you will. So you could always sit in meditation and ask, please um, 
come help clear my auric field. I've picked up a bunch of muck from other people. Help me empty this vacuum cleaner bag that I've worked with today. Um, we're going to get into deeper into angels and stuff like that. But I just wanted to mention that to you as we're heading into the exercises. So one would be literally to maybe think back at a time, an elated time, maybe that would be much more comfortable than a traumatic time in your life. But to just notice where did that elation set in on your body? Like, where did you feel really good about something and about yourself? And where did that resonate in your body? And and kind of in mem remembering that previous you of feeling proud or whatever, reintegrate that sensation into your body so that you might then garner once again the energetic benefit of that past experience. It's an exercise that you can do just closing your eyes um, in meditation where you're like, I want to go back to when I felt really great. <laughs> That would be me in my 20s, right? So it's like, ooh. Um, you know, just to kind of pull back on your previous self. This is the same thing when people that are empathic and are experiencing empathic clear sensation, and you can too, when you want to hang out in the room next to the really cool person, because it's not anything they say or do, it's their vibe. This, oh, I just got chills. This is empathic clear sensation. It's about the really cool vibe or the not so good vibe and knowing where you want to go. So the same is true when you're thinking about when you were little and you used to know immediately which friends you wanted to hang with or where in the classroom you really wanted to sit if the teacher would let you sit anywhere. The same is true in your business meetings or family gatherings where you're like, I know I am not sitting next to that person because I always feel like shh bad. <laughs> Did you see what I was going to say there? I feel cruddy in my stomach. My whole body's achy. And it's because I'm sitting next to, you know, so-and-so here who carries their troubles around as physical ailments. And you know that you're super sensitive, which is a great thing. Trust me, you make a great empathic psychic. Um, and you know, you're super sensitive and you don't want to be picking up and caretaking their um, you know, it's their job to look in the mirror and deal with their life. And you're kind of tired of cleaning up after them. You can take, be selective in your healing work that you do in the cleaning up that you do. So this is one of the exercises I'm throwing out to you. Actually two, right? Is doing a meditative moment when you're going back in your own time and you're doing empathic clear sensation actually on your former self. This is a thing you can do, right? We can all do this. Uh, we can also go forward, but that's for another conversation. Um, or the exercise would be next time you're at some kind of a gathering, whether you're in a classroom setting, a meeting, a family gathering, use your body as a radar kind of to just like a, um, to, to discern where, who do I want to sit by? Where, what part of the room is going to be the most um, beneficial for me and my energy, right? Because you're going to know, remember all these uh, Vipassana meditation <laughs> work that you've been doing um, or that I encourage you to do because it helps you be aware of the subtle sensations on your body and in your body. Empathic clear sensation, people really need to be astute with that because you're so 
ripe and primed that when you get in someone's auric field, when your aura, remember, out as far as your hands can reach, but you can also move it clear across the room or coming up close, when your auric field rubs into another auric field or just by intention when you're wondering how they are or what they're doing, you're in. You're psychically, soulfully, aka soulfully, in and you're able to perceive what they're feeling empathically if you even wonder it right you are skilled you know this you just have to pay attention that you're doing it i bet you're doing it all the time so those are two great exercises one take a meditation into your past and garner all that good stuff or maybe process the cruddy hard stuff right and another option is to choose who you want to sit by and where you want to sit in the room next time you're given the opportunity. Okay, this exercise has to do with you really refining your entering spaces, right? We are made up of energy. We all have auric fields. Um, room contain rooms, various rooms contain energy. Countries contain energy cities contain energy listen i've walked inside of stores that i can't stay in because my body is picking up empathically this the sensations of the space that is a kind of a whirlpool or a cesspool depending on the um energy inside the room or inside the store and I just, it's not for my highest good to stay there. I want you to start paying attention to these things. I know you know some of these, right? You, I'm, I hear some of you going, oh yeah, I know what she's talking about. I, I so relate to this. Hands up. So I, the exercise that would be really great is to notice when you're outside of a store or outside of a building or outside of a meeting space or a room, just kind of doing a little check-in big breath in, exhale, and just kind of see how you feel in your body. And then as you go deeper into the space, see how you feel. Um, does any headache come up, agitation, stomach ache? These, all the negative stuff, you know, all the hard stuff. That's what I want you to pay attention to. And then step out. Is it there? Does it clear? Or do you have to actually energetically clear it by just inviting the um, imagining light raining down and cleansing your org field and then stepping back in, right? Um, these are all great skills for empathic work. And just noticing that, that, you know, it, it's the space. Now, on another level, of course, it could be the toxins in the space and that, but we're not working with that necessarily right now. We'll get into that later. Oh my gosh, someone's like, what? What's the toxins? I'm talking about the energy toxins in these exercises, but the other toxins are like, you know, plastics and just environmental stuff in the air, in a space. Um, you know, you might notice that if, if that's it, then that's something else. We're working energetically, specifically these exercises. So using that to go in and out of a space um, and noticing it and how does it affect you? And I just really want you to um, be aware of it for your own self-care because maybe there's some spaces that you don't really want to go in or it may be like you have no choice and you have to go in and you need to 
quit letting your guard down and thinking, you know, you, you're like everybody else. When some people have more thick skin or tougher skin and they're not as sensitive as you and that's nothing to them. So they don't feel anything. No judgment there. I'm just saying you need to know who you are. And maybe in those spaces, you step out again, bubble up your auric field, imagine yourself with a coat of armor around you, a light armor, so that when you step in, you don't have to empathically pick up everything in the room or the senses in the room. Yeah. Working with personal spaces, as in a body physical are similar. It's similar, right? You can decide when you're out of their field or not even thinking about them to just check in with yourself and see how you're feeling in your body. This is when you want to exercise this um, skill set of empathic clairsensation. Just check in on your body, see how you're feeling, loosey-goosey, kind of clear the slate, right? So that you have no real issues happening just with intention and then just say, okay, I'm going to, in your mind, say, I'm going to use my body as a sensor to how they feel in their body. This is great. A lot of times people that do um, healing work, body workers uh, use this a lot. Listen, there's a million ways to tune into a body and this is only <laughs> one of the many um, if you're, if you're working on a treatment table with someone and the same as you could do with, uh, if you want to tune in to a partner, a mate, a coworker, a child, especially someone that's um, not able to say and communicate how they're feeling and you're trying to ascertain what they're feeling. I think I told you about how I um, did it with a horse once. You could do it with your animals, your pets. Um, it's fantastic. It's just, you have to trust the first thing that you get. You just uh, go in with the intention of like, okay, I'm going to, what are they feeling? And then you trust the person thing that you get, the sensations and don't discount it. And you ask them, Hey, do you have this going on? Um, you know, remember with the horse, I could feel my interior side of my lip split. And so I said to the vet, check the inside of the lip. When I have people, and of course there was their split still through. So um, same with when I have people on my treatment table, you know, they'll say, oh, I've got this going on. And I'll say, okay, yes, but I'm getting that it originates, your knee pain originates down in your foot and your ankle is out and blah, blah, blah. I mean, so it's, it's just a great way of kind of using your body to tune into their body. And then when you're finished, you clear it with intention, you know, I'm, you know, you can say break, break, break. I know some people that say break, break, break in their mind, or they put their fingertips together and um, then snap them apart to say, okay, I'm intentionally disconnecting the connection, right? You can go through that. You totally can, because you don't want to bring them around and their sensations in their body around for the rest of the year day. But mostly it's about just going in really quick, getting the information and then um, so that you can have it for whatever need and then uh, stepping out of their field or stepping your mind out of the awareness of that connection uh, to get on with it. So I invite you to do that. You can do that with, um, oh my God, you can do that with friends sitting at a, I don't know, out and about and be like, 
you know, they're just chatting on and you're like, okay, I'm going to try this and don't, don't say anything to them psychically. I'm going to try this and feel how it is. And I'm going to, you know, just kind of meld my energy field with theirs by intention and then see if I can see how they're feeling inside. I did this once. Did I tell you that story? God, it was so naughty. Um, so maybe you don't want to do it unless you ask permission. You could ask on a higher level in your mind. Do I have permission to kind of try this out? Um, or you could ask them out loud. That would be a fun game. I'm going to just kind of see if I can try my empathic clear sensation skills, tune into you and then tell you what I'm getting. You could do that too. So story, I remember I was at this, um, <laughs> at a, a bunch of us were with a shaman who was doing this class and this workshop and he was going around tuning into all of us to give us information. So while he was tuning into me, I was tuning into him to see how he was tuning into me. And the second I did, the second I entered his auric space to try to kind of tune in with all my empathic skills, he looked at me and he goes, how dare you? You're tuning into me while I tune into you. And I said, yes, I am. <laughs> okay, that brings me to space invaders. <laughs> this is not so much as an exercise in how to do it's an exercise in noticing when someone is doing it to you so perhaps unfortunately you have in your family that creepy uncle or creepy auntie that is invading your space energetically and you know they are they are in um psychically and it's not good. It doesn't feel good. You feel creepy. You feel creeped out. Or maybe you were on the bus or wherever and you had to sit next to the creepy person and you just were like, this is yucky. I don't want to be in this space because I can feel them entering my energy field. Empathic clear sensation, my friend. You know, God. If we really tapped into the abilities that we had and we all chatted about it, it would be really good. It would be really, really good. So, you know, like just don't be infringing on my space person. And then they wouldn't necessarily know how to stop, but you know how to stop them. So there's different ways you can stop them. So again, this is a caretaking exercise on your part when you're feeling like someone is invading your space and they're creeping you out and you're feeling their creepiness in your body because they're exuding their creepiness, <laughs> whether they're across the room or um, sitting next to you. You uh, immediately, I think we've had this conversation before, but I'm going to remind you, you immediately imagine a, a wall up between you so that you are protected and in your space. You um, turn and imagine a mirror facing them and surround it with pink light. So it's surrounded with love and compassion, right? Cause it's all about evolution, love. Um, and I don't say that lightly, I'm just saying it anyway. So the mirror reflects back to them all that they're doing to you. It is fantastic. I touched upon this earlier in a previous podcast, but this is the first time I think that I'm using it with empathic clear sensation, I'm sure. So imagine the mirror, just full length mirror between you and them reflecting back to them. And, um, you know, I know there's some of you out there going, can I just throw darts? Well, most certainly you can throw energetic darts if that's where your thing is. But 
I'm just saying they're, you know, they just, they will turn away and get on with it. Now you can also say, dude, you're creeping me out or whatever. But if you're stuck on a flight or in a situation where you can't necessarily get away from them, you need to, you know, call on the heavens to rain down the light to, you know, kind of put a wedge between the two of you or, um, you know, unless you can change your seat, that would be great. Um, take that opportunity, stand up for your energy body, stand up for yourself, stand up for your rights to be, um, comfortable in your own space, man. So that, um, is definitely important to realize when you're feeling creeped out because someone's invading your space and, um, that you can, uh, cleanse and clear. Sometimes I've had to actually, uh, get up and, you know, go to the back of the bus or the back of the movie theater or back of the plane, you know, just kind of center ground, uh, cleanse and clear my auric fields, do some yoga stretches, and then um, either see about switching a seat if there's another one available or, um, you know, just dousing them with light, the other person with light and putting up a wall of light between us. Uh, that's important. Yeah. I hope you don't have to go through that. I hope you've never gone through that. But just in case you do, I want you to be fully armed. All right. Light and love. Did I ever tell you about the tantric man, the guy that was working with his tantra energy, tantric energy? I'm going to tell you that story. Listen, I am all for the good use and proper use of tantric energy. I just want you to know that. <laughs> it's great, you know, but it's full on, full on energetic feeling right there. Okay, here's the story. I remember one time I was at a union conference helping coordinate it. And there was this guy, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll go and get the extra cash from the bank with you, no problem, you know, running the errands. So I thought, okay, this guy wants to chit chat with me. So we're driving along and I'm realizing, oh my God, this guy is exuding sexual energy. Like what the heck? So I decided to call him on it because I was like, dude, it's kind of creepy, creepy, but not really creepy, but it was very sensual. And I was like, whoa, totally inappropriate. He's married, I'm married. And you know, he wasn't even flirting with words, but it was, I could feel the energy propelling towards me. And I was like, Hey, do you know, you're kind of slippery sexually, energetically? And he goes, yeah, that's my Kundalini energy. I'm working on my Kundalini energy. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> dude, kind of wrestle that to the ground. I said, you really, that's not coming across the way you really wanted to. So just letting you know, I'm, I'm feeling it, but <laughs> it's not okay. So you know what? call people on their stuff, man, call them on it. We became friends thereafter, but <laughs> a riot. He was like, dude, he goes, I didn't even know you could kind of feel it. And I was like, oh yeah, I can feel it. <laughs> and that segment reminds me of this segment. Now, you know that any of these experiences and especially also empathic clairsensation can occur within your mind alone. In other words, you don't need to be sitting next to the person. You don't need to be in the office meeting. If you are actually thinking about the office meeting 
or thinking about that family gathering, you can psych yourself out um, for the uh, preparation that you're going to have to deal with creeper or uncomfortable or all of that. And I'm here to tell you that that doesn't always necessarily only happen in your mind. The exercise in this is to notice when you are thinking of those times with your mind intention, are you actually projecting your soul or your, um, your sense of self to those moments, to those people, to those scenarios. And in so doing, is it not just the, um, anticipation of that that's agitating you is it actually that you're melding already in those spaces and you're getting agitated so i just want you to be aware with um how it is with anticipation and your intention and it's about recognizing that you're here now you're in your body now and even when you're thinking about something that might be uncomfortable that is not happening in the moment but if that comes as a foreboding warning that you know what i'm you know feeling not up to it or whatever you can go in prepared or deny the invite or you could go in prepared and suit up and imagine and surround yourself with light and cleanse your auric field and be like, all right, I'm going to go in and I'm going to have mirror all around me. So, you know, goofball there won't even approach me or whatever it is, or, you know, <laughs> the whiner that has all the physical ailments, I won't pick up their stuff. You know, you just um, keep yourself protected. There's many times in scenarios where I go into, um, situations or, or dinner gatherings or parties or events where I literally have to move my body so that the front of my body is um, facing a safe place or facing a safe person. I cannot turn my body so that my heart and um, torso go to the open room or to the disgruntled energy because I will you know, want to help. I want to sort it out. I want to pick it up. And sometimes I am, I don't know if sometimes if it's the astrology of the day, or if it's just my own processing of things, or I'm feeling vulnerable or whatever, um, that I cannot face, you know, the wounded, <laughs> it's the wounded. Sometimes I can, I mean, I work with the wounded a lot. I mean, I'm wounded, we're all wounded, but, but you know what I'm saying? This is about really noticing that when you're having the anticipation or the intent and, and and your intention brings you to an experiential moment in your mind, you need to learn that that can be a real thing too, and how to protect yourself, cleanse and clear and, you know, um, disconnect all those empathic things that you must do when you're melding your energy field with another, you have to disconnect, you have to unplug right? You have to stop thinking of them, turn your attention away, turn them to other things. Now, you know, if you're working through something, then work through to resolution, call on the heavens to help or use all your resources or whatnot to cleanse, clear, heal, whatever. But if you're 
just trying to do your day-to-day life and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to deal with this now. That's okay too. That is okay too. You don't have to step up to every lesson that comes your way. And I'm not saying everything that comes your way is a lesson. I don't know that I necessarily believe that. All I'm saying is I want to remind you that there's going to be moments when you experience empathic clear sensation through a thought process, not just of you going back to a memory on yourself, but a thought of someone else or an experience yet to come. So just be aware of that. So poor you making you be so mindful, like what's going on sensation, body sensations, what's going on in my mind? Like, where is it? You know, where am I now? Am I in the present? Am I in the past? Am I in the future? Am I in another space? Am I here now? Be here now. It's all these things. You got this. You got this. So (laughs) have fun with that, right? Okay, my friend, that is totally where we're going to stop with the empathic clear sensation exercises. I hope you picked out one or two that you might want to try to strengthen this, but it's also about being aware of when things are happening to you or when you're inadvertently tuning in in ways that maybe you didn't recognize before, or maybe you totally do know. And you're like, listen, Constance, I am savvy with this, but thanks for the extra pointers because I needed those reminders. Or maybe you're like, yawn, when's the next episode? (laughs) You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.